Hook em up with he and Rod P. Brought to you by Bud Light on the Horn. Thursday on the Horn. Thursday on Hook em up with he and Rod P. Weekend is here. We got football tonight. Longhorns don't participate in the weekend. They get their bye week, but boy, the weekend pretty good. How about Washington and Oregon in the marquee matchup in college football on Saturday afternoon? Be a heck of a game out in the Pac-12. The soon-to-be defunct Pac-12. Having their best year potentially ever as as a conference, which is wild. Unbelievable. (laughs) Meanwhile, you've got uh, Notre Dame and USC Saturday night. That'll be a fun game. Mm, yeah, it will be because USC can't stop them. Mac Brown's North Carolina Tar Heels are undefeated. They play a big game this weekend as well. We'll preview the college football weekend, including that Oregon, that top ten matchup out in Seattle. Now, now that's a big one. That's a big one. That's a big game. Yeah, national title, big yeah. picture implications all over the place on that game. It's huge, without a doubt. But uh, yeah, it's a good college football weekend and good for for Longhorn fans to sit back, take a deep breath, and watch a lot of college football or take it in. Because uh, the Longhorns won't be playing, we'll get a, a Rod's rant coming up this hour, uh, for sure. We'll also yes, dive into uh, some bullish or BS before the end of the hour, including a question I have for you, Rod, uh, about. Well, I'll get to it. Let's do that. Is it okay to marry someone who's your, the no. age of your kids? Oh, oh, mm, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go bullish or BS on that. Topic. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm go BS on that. <laughs> we'll get to now that. that I got, now that I got a baby girl, it seems very creepy. Seems <laughs> it kind seems kind of off the. Uh, not yeah, okay, but, hey, you know, I ain't gonna hate on it. But I bet I know where Ty falls on this conversation. We'll get to that. Ty's like love is love. Love is love. It's <laughs> <laughs> all about situation. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, but we got a lot going. Um, it's it's a fun Thursday. We're looking. We're 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 having the. Uh, the checklist, Dallas v. Houston, Houston v. Dallas, Metroplex v. H-Town. Mm-hmm. Because uh, for the first time, um, gosh, Ty, look it up. Did the Mavericks and Rockets ever play uh, for a for a Western Finals, like a Final Four uh, situation? I'm trying to, trying to rack yeah. my Houston Rockets brain. I can't remember it, but I was probably young at that time. Like young, but teenage, early no, I don't think they did. I think when Houston think was making either. their runs, Dallas was okay, but not great. People would still refer to that. They would still reference that. Yeah. Right? If that had happened. Because we know that the Texans slash Oilers have never played the Cowboys in a Super Bowl. Came close. The um, Came close. basketball teams have never squared off in a, in a championship Have, they, have the scenario. MLS teams ever faced off? In, Ooh, in the Derby? In like a playoffs? I mean, I, I haven't that I kept don't know. up with that. That no. I don't know. You no. say no? Houston's actually kind of good this year. Most, Are they really? Uh, the Dynamo. Okay. They won the uh, U.S. Open Cup. They beat Miami. Not, oh, yeah. Man, my man Ty, dropping the knowledge. Look at like him. That. Look at him. Um, yeah, uh, so I'm not sure about that. I, um, since we're talking about the, the Dallas thing, does, does Dallas have an unofficial mascot uh, like Mattress Mac? Somebody on the text line brought that up. Mattress Mac. That's right, Gallery do they, Furniture. Do they have a Mattress Mac figure? Because <laughs> he's all in on the Astros. He's all in on, on Houston, period. But he's all, by the way, lifetime long one. Shout out. And all in on gambling. He's all in on gambling, but he gambles on his teams. That's right. And a lot on the Astros. Do they have a guy like that? Like an unofficial oh, gal? Does Dallas have unofficial that? Unofficial mascot? It probably would have been J.R. Ewing for a long time, but at the same time, that's way past. Creed is it, huh? You say? Creed's Ty? from Tallahassee. Yeah, <laughs> Got a B from the town. <laughs> uh, the Rockets and the Mavericks have only played three times in the playoffs ever. Really? Wow. 2015, okay. 2005, and 1988. And never was it in a Western yeah. Conference Finals no situation, way. really? Right? Had to be mm-hmm. early on. Always in the first round. Yep. Okay. Always in Good the first job, round. Good job, Ty. So, yeah, this is this is uh, Final Four stuff. This is LCS. Let's get to those headlines. It's official now. The first ever matchup of the Rangers and Astros for a trip to the World Series. Astros. 
Start with the uh, Major League Baseball. Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. First ever American All-Texas American League Championship Series is now set. That's uh, after the Astros beat the Twins last night in a tough, tight one in Minneapolis, 3-2. to two. Houston wrote, wrote a pair of big home runs and outstanding pitching to their seventh consecutive trip to the LCS. They'll face the Rangers for the first ever playoff meeting between the two rivals. Twins third baseman Royce Lewis opened the scoring with a solo homer in the first, but Michael Brantley quickly matched it with a solo shot of his own in the second. Then in the fourth inning, Jose Abreu homered for the third time in two games. A two-run rocket gave Houston the lead. They never relinquished. Jose Urquidy and three relievers combined to allow just three hits. Hector Neris, Brian Abreu combined to strike out five over two and a third hitless innings. Ryan Presley, the closer, struck out the side in the ninth for his uh, for the win. Dusty Baker, Astros manager, says it's time to meet up with those Rangers as an old buddy Bruce Bochy. Well, hey, man, they know us, and we know them. And uh, I know Bruce, and he knows me. And I know Mike Maddox, and it's going to be a heck of a, heck of a, heck of a series. Heck of a series set for Game 1 sat Sunday. Game time not yet announced. National League, one half of the NLCS is set. After the upstart, Arizona Diamondbacks finished off a sweep of the L.A. Dodgers with a 4-2 win in the desert. About four home runs in one inning to provide their offense. Six-seeded Snakes now await the winner of the Braves-Phillies series. Phillies now up two games to one. They smoked Atlanta yesterday 10-2 in Game 3. Bryce Harper launched a pair of home runs. Nick Castellanos went deep as well twice. Uh, Six-dinger night for the home team. Phillies now have... The 104-win Braves on the brink of elimination for the second straight year. They can close it out with a win tonight. Also tonight, NFL Week 6 kicks off in Kansas City. 4-1 Chiefs hosting the 1-4 Broncos. Major mismatch on paper. College football weekend kicks off tonight as well. Big 12 matchup down in H-Town. Houston Cougars close the 4-1 West Virginia Mountaineers. Dana Holgerson facing his former team. Uh, team he left uh, several years ago when Neil Brown took over. Texas Longhorns get a good look at their next opponent as well. Also tonight, SMU at East Carolina. And the high school football weekend opens tonight as well. Horn headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. Halloween here is scarier than an OU cheerleader without makeup. But nothing scarier than missing out on employee pricing on all our zero-turn mowers this month. Top Gun. TopGun.net will shoot you straight. If you could pick one player from the Astros... And the Rangers, because Todd's picking the Rangers, I'm assuming. Um, to be the MVP, who would it be? You're going to predict Jordan Alvarez. Is Jordan right? It <laughs> seems like the easy pick. And Corey Seager. Uh, I mean, those are the best two players on, on either team. I mean, obviously, that's, what, uh, that's part of what makes it such a, a fascinating series because there are so many contenders for that, right? Oh, yes, it's all-star. I mean, you got all-star lineups pretty much. They do, you do. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Rangers led led a baseball with the most all stars this year. Yeah, and the Astros. Astros have all stars up and down. That yeah, lineup, exactly. Whether so, it's this year or previous years. Um, but I'm with you on the yard. I think that seems is pretty easy because he's been killing it. Yeah, he's the new Mister October. I mean, we suck now. Now everybody's calling him the new Mister October, but he's just so clutch and uh, has been so clutch so many times. Uh, and you know what? The thing about the Astros, Rod, they're they're help, they're as healthy as they've been. Mm-hmm. Um, because Michael Brantley's back. He was he missed most of the year with that shoulder. They were patient with him, and now he's back. Hit a big home run last night. Speaking of patience, Jose Abreu has been kind of he was in a terrible slump to start the season and finally you know, finished the year batting. What was he? Um, you know, final final uh, regular season batting average was like two thirty. Um, but you know, this time of year is when you when you're paying Jose Abreu hit yep. big home runs, and he mm-hmm. certainly has. Uh, Abreu ended up batting two thirty seven for the season and only hit 18 home runs. That was not the production they were looking for, but he's producing right now. So, yes, I mean, up and down both lineups, uh, any number of guys. Kyle Tucker, it was, an, it was a 30-30 guy this year, right? And a guy that, you know, he's batted 143 in the postseason so far, but it wouldn't surprise you to see Kyle Tucker jump up and have a good series. As for the Rangers, same deal. 
Same deal. I mean, it could be Seager, could be Simeon. Gosh, could be uh, about. It, it I'd was, go with Josh Young. Yeah, Mitch Garver. Mitch Garver oh, with yeah. the big grand was, slam in the Orioles series. He was the MVP of the last series. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it, that's the beauty. And, and then you got a young guy like Evan Carter for the Rangers, 20 yeah. years old, jumping into the lineup and, and giving them a jolt. Um, you know, El Bombi, Adolis Garcia could certainly be in that conversation. But yeah, it's it's a fun series because it's just loaded lineups, no one another. And the you know, as I said to start the the six o'clock hour, Rod, the only real advantage you see because they're very even. The only real advantage is Houston's bullpen. Houston's mm. bullpen is just on paper, yeah. and even in production in this postseason, significantly better than the Texas Rangers bullpen. And you know, a lot of times it does come down to those last three to six outs of a baseball game. I would give Houston the edge in that conversation. Uh, if you look at highest slugging, uh, per- highest slugging percentage in a postseason series, minimum fifteen plate appearances. Right now, Jordan is fourth all time behind Lou Gehrig, Juan Gonzalez, and Bay Ruth. Juan Gonzalez. I haven't heard that name in a long time. That's nice. In 1996, ALDS. Yeah. For Juan Gonzalez. That's a pretty good company right there. World Series for Lou Gehrig in 1928 and the World Series for Babe Ruth in 1928. Damn! Babe and Lou, uh, Lou went off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the 1928 World Series. If you're in Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth territory. You Exactly. It, you don't even need to know the stat. Just be like, hey, he's fourth behind Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, you go. Yeah. In any how, in any stats, how hard did pitchers pitch back then? How hard? That's a great question. I got to ask a how fast? a seam head. A seam head might be able to tell you that. Was yeah, it, I don't know because it it's almost like it, it's a, people I don't ask think that they had radar guns. I mean, that, that, yeah. you were guessing back then, right? Yeah, like that's a great point. Like it's like football. They talked about the weights of all the linemen yeah. and stuff. I was like, man, how big were those guys? It's like and actually, they weren't, they weren't keeping forty times back in the yeah, day. Yeah, you know big. Yeah, exactly. You, know, so. you kind of had to just watch, but. Uh, yeah, they had hard throwers, but nothing like the specialized pitching they have now and the development of pitching and all the things we see. Uh, it is completely a different animal. Uh, you know, that's a dead ball era, too, at times. And, you know, that was back when players were had real jobs during the day, right? They were playing baseball for kind of a side gig. Yep. <laughs> the side mm-hmm. hustle, playing some baseball right. even back then. The best fastball pitcher in the 1920s, uh, probably through in the mid-'80s, through most estimates. Yeah. Well, and the, wow. the equipment now, was different. Now, every, now, you can't, now you got high school you kids. can't, can't make it if you're not in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. By the way, to my point about the uh, bullpens, postseason what matters. Rangers had a terrible bullpen in the regular season, but right now they have their postseason ERA is 2 2 Better than Houston's. Hey, so far. Ty, how you feel about that? And if Scherzer comes back, Texas says Scherzer to the bullpen. I'm I'm counting on Dusty Baker to blow the series. Thank you very much. Wow, Bruce uh, Bochy. That's that's the advantage that I'm looking at. Is I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Dusty finally got one last wow. year. Uh, by the way, post postseason OPS, which is the offensive stat, Houston at 900, Texas at 865. The top two teams. So best two offenses squaring off, and. Um, Man, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I, I, I would give the the managerial advantage to Dusty to to Bruce Both, Bochy. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I'll but at the same that. time, you know, Dusty Baker's been with his team for for a number of years. No one think about uh, game game three of the Twin Series. They they won it in four. How many managers would have left Christian Javier in the game with the bases loaded in the fifth inning and let him pitch out of it? Uh, in baseball today, you almost always go to the bullpen. Dusty Baker went to the mound, looked at and talked to his pitcher. Christian Javier said, "I got this coach," and uh, left him in. And he ended up getting two strikeouts, got mm-hmm. out of the inning, and they you know got the Astros through it. Yeah, uh, he knows his team. Now that's that. There is no doubt about that. So Dusty Baker has been a playoff uh, failure at times, but last year they won the World Series. So I don't know how much of an advantage that is, but uh, you know, but Bruce Bochy has three. 
Dusty Baker has one, so there's your advantage. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be, man, the subplots of this series are, are through the roof. Yeah, they got storylines everywhere. It's great. Pretty it, good. It really is. I can't – let me tell you, when you get when you get to game like four and five, those those home uh, like home field advantages, or at least the environment, will pretty much rival, you know, a state rivalry, even in college football, like a Texas-Texas A&M game. Or, you know, That's what it feels like. It, it really will. I think it'll be that – that much well, of you know, a the, the, charged environment. Well, because it divides home, households. Oh, and man. It's going to divide this show. And so much. Is, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> for, there's so much on the line. Seven games. Oh, man. We'll come in angry at each other. Uh, here it is on our text line. It says, West Virginia for the easy win tonight. Tell your cousins. Thank you very much. Um, this says, uh, Scherzer to the bullpen. We'll talk about that. We, we'll get some, some uh, insiders on tomorrow uh, for the Astros and Rangers to preview game one uh, to get some details on Max Scherzer. I'll go to work on that to make sure we've got some folks to come in and talk about this this series and where is Max Scherzer? I, uh, I'll I'll look into it because he's supposed to run to throw a simulated game yesterday, Rod. Uh, which is you know just just yeah. see where you are, uh, get a little test run, and we'll get get some updates. But yes, tomorrow on the show you can expect several guests to preview that big series plus the college football and pro football weekend. Before we get to Rod's rant, let me tell you about F1 experiences. Listen, we told you uh, starting today we're going to get you details on how you can win weekend wristbands to the F1 race, the U.S. Grand Prix by. On our text line, we're going to be giving those away between now and next week. So be be listening and locked in. But if you want to go to the race and get behind the scenes like never before, Rod, F1 Experience has got you covered. This is crazy. I know a lot of you think, man, I can't it's get amazing. tickets. It's full. It's sold out. No. F1Experiences.com slash Austin. F1Experiences.com slash Austin. And you get to go there, and they have a, a, a list of, of choices. You can choose the best grandstands, world-class hospitality, unprecedented exclusive track access, which includes pit lane walks, driver appearances and meetings, track tours, and more. It's the If you are immersed in, a, in F1 and you love it, how about getting behind the scenes, behind the curtain like you never thought possible with F1Experiences.com slash Austin. Secure your official ticket package today. They're still available as we sit here this morning, uh, but going quick. So get in there, uh, see Formula One, get behind the scenes with the fastest sport in the world and experience it like never before with F1Experiences.com slash Austin. That's F1Experiences.com slash Austin. Rod's Rant of the Day is brought to you by Apple Leasing, the easiest and safest way to get a new car, any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and experience how easy it is. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Find out what happens when people stop being polite and start getting real. You ain't keeping it real. My God, okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. Oh, no, you've done it now. It's time for Rod's Rant of the Day. Hold on to your butts. All right, now we're going to do a couple of different topics uh, in Rod's Round of the Day. Um, the first one is about uh, C.J. Stroud and his development. Um, I heard a piece of audio yesterday, um, C.J. Stroud addressing media about the last go-ahead touchdown drive they had in the Atlanta game before they lost the game, ultimately, because they gave up <laughs> a game-winning touchdown drive on defense. But they had a go-ahead touchdown. C.J. Stroud led the team down there, uh, threw it to Dalton Schultz, actually, to, uh, to Dalton Schultz, um, and ended up being a, ga- a play they thought would be the game-winning uh, touchdown drive. It turns out they lost the game. Uh, but C.J. Stroud, through five games, he is third in yards per game, third passing yards per game. He is ninth in passer rating, tenth in touchdowns, fourth in yards per attempt. Uh, he's fourth in first downs. If you look at turnover-worthy uh, plays, turnover-worthy plays, at least the rate of turnover-worthy plays, he's top ten 
All right, so he's really, really responsible with the football. Doesn't throw the football away. Uh, at least throw it to the other team a lot, and he does. He's not careless with the football. So you talk about right now, top ten numbers as a rookie in a new system with a rookie OC and a rookie play caller and a rookie head coach. But this audio shows me that CJ Stroud is right now at an advanced level. Not only because the stats tell you that but just the way that he is thinking through the game on a cerebral level. Um, he talks about how he suggested to Bobby Slowick, the offensive coordinator and play caller for the Texans, what they should call <laughs> and actually the play design of the game-winning, sorry, what they thought would be, the go-ahead touchdown. Um, it was a go-ahead touchdown, end up losing the game, though. Here's C.J. Stroud addressing the media when being asked about that play um, to Dalton Schultz. Uh, I just had like I think it's like a gut feeling that you get like in between the games. So me and Bobby had a conversation on the sideline um, about like a certain route that we wanted to do, and uh, we didn't have it in at practice. So I just felt like in those big time situations, uh, the guys that they uh, Jesse Bates is a great player, or, like super good, really instinctive. Like he he almost picked me off on the uh, he like did some weird 360 turn. First time I've seen that, so now I got it in my bank. And hopefully, you don't ever get me again. Um, but that, but playing against him like keeps you honest. And um, I knew that he was going to try to make the play of the game and try to take it away. But um, like previous film study, I, I watched was watching film on uh, like a big time third down situation and just seeing that they're in like this quarters matchy like uh, uh, cover forward look. And I told Dalton to do a certain thing in his route. That I thought would get us not only first down but a touchdown, so um, we were on the same page. And I'm literally trying to like break down what I, exactly what I want from him in the huddle. And at first, I don't think it registered. And then he was like, "Okay, I get it, I get it." So um, Dawn's really smart and, and made a hell of a route. Um, but yeah, man, just being instinctive, just trying to put my guys in the best position to, to make plays and win games. And um, that instant, like, it, it was really special. And Bobby and them were really happy on the sideline. And, he was a part of that too. Uh, talking on the sideline with him, I told him that I was thinking about doing it, and he was like, "Man, if you're feeling it, go ahead and make a play." So, uh, made the play, and um, is what it is. Dang, there you go. They drew up a play dude, in the dirt. Is what he basically, is? dude drew drew up a play right there on the spot, e based on film study and recall, and then the sample size of information and data that he had acquired during the game, and went, "All right, guys, I think this will be wide open." Okay, here we go. This is what we're going to do. Man, I got to tell you, I got goosebumps. I got giddy. That, guys, that is next up. That's what you want Dak to do. This yeah. is, this is, he's doing stuff that Cowboys fans are like, I want Dak to do that. Yeah. I want Dak to see what the 49ers are doing or what a defense is doing and go, all right, you know what, guys? This is not in the playbook. This is not actually something we practice. But listen, guys, it makes sense. Let's do this. And basically what he did, based on what I could watch, he basically told – and his Dalton Schultz is Dak's favorite target, ironically. Um, um, what he did was basically he kind of – he told Dalton Schultz to run like a fake a fake a dig route. And a dig is a, a, a deep in route, a deep in route, a, cross, a deep crosser. So you probably go like uh, nine to between nine to 12 yards, and then you run a deep crossing route. And uh, he basically faked that. The, which, dig and, the dig and go. Yeah, pretty much. You want to call it and that. If you yeah. saw the play, it was that. And Jesse Bates jumped it. He and jumped then, it. And then uh, CJ essentially threw, it, right threw him open to, yep. the, uh, to the other shoulder. It was brilliant. Uh, and it was a really good throw, too. That's the thing about CJ Stroud. His accuracy is. 
when, when he decides he wants to make a throw somewhere, it, it is almost always right where it needs to be. Yep. Uh, the you know, remember coming out of the, in the draft through the combine process, he called himself a ball placement uh, expert. I agree with him, <laughs> uh, and he can do that. Yeah. And the thing the Texans have said about C.J. Stroud is he he doesn't make the same mistake twice. Uh, if he makes a mistake, doesn't make many mistakes, <laughs> right? Well, if he makes one, he won't does he he, he doesn't make it again, mm-hmm. and that's really the high level you know conversation about C.J. Stroud. Can I play something for you and Rod's rant? Please do on brother. the other side because you mentioned Dak. Listen to this after the Niners game, or actually this week. This is this is a member of the media talking to Cowboys wide receiver C.D. Lamb. Oh no! Uh, listen to this. What's the identity of this offense? I don't know. Should you five weeks into the season? I guess so. I don't know. How do you guys find it? I don't know. There you go. That's a, thanks to wow. TikTok. Thanks to TikTok for the uh, cool music. Uh, that's that's got to hurt uh, to Cowboys fans. You, you don't that? know? That was yeah. a Tex Coast offense. That hurt me. No, I haven't seen that. Before. So that was CD Lamb. The question was, "What's the identity of your offense?" And he had a quizzical look on his face. He was he confused. Said, He's like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I. <laughs> what? Oh, man. And you got, yeah, you got this rookie in, in H-Town drawing up plays in the fourth quarter for go-ahead touchdowns and clutch time. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's good good point, Texter. Where are all those reports about Stroud not being at read of defense? I think it's clear now that somebody was trying to drop his draft stock. We just don't know who had the incentive. It could have been the Texans. Hell, they probably didn't want the, the Panthers to go after it. Maybe the Panthers, because it seems like now the report is that Frank Reich and ownership may have liked two different quarterbacks. Maybe Frank Wright was a C.J. Stroud guy. And then so the Texans throwing out some reports that the conspiracy theory that maybe they could have been the ones trying to drop C.J. Stroud down to them could have been a team behind the Texans Colts. trying to get the Texans yeah, disinterested in C.J. Stroud. Pretty clear the, what was it, the cognition test and all that stuff. Whatever those reports are, they were either the blown out of proportion. Somebody got like a 50 on it or whatever. Yeah, they were blown proportion or they were just straight out lies. Or they were lies, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, but yes, I mean, that's that's encouraging. And look, the, the, oh, the Texans are 2-3, and three, and they lost that game because their defense couldn't stop a field goal drive. But And Desmond Ritter, you shouldn't be giving up 300-yard passing games to Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Uh, so they got to get that defense. But the Houston's now in a building process and a rebuild, but we know now they have their quarterback and they have their, their centerpiece of where they're going. Which is pretty good. Cowboys, unbelievable. still not sure. If you're five games in and your quarterback's in year seven and your coach is in year three and you ask your star wide receiver, hey, what's the identity of your offense? And he doesn't know. He doesn't know. Yeah, that's, that's kind of a problem. That's trouble. Yeah, what is the identity of the Cowboys offense? What are they good at offensively? What are they really good at? Because you know what? You mentioned Dalton Schultz. Dak Prescott misses Dalton Schultz yes, in big does. moments. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brandon Cooks has produced very little. Michael Gallup doesn't get off press coverage. He doesn't have that explosion that he did as a young guy before that knee injury. Uh, C.D. Lamb takes a lot of extra coverage. And Tony Pollard does not look like the explosive running back we saw last year. So... Uh, he had a you know foot injury and broke broke his ankle in that, oh, yeah. that I got playoff some game. Numbers on that too. That he it, the stats now back up your eye test. E that he just he is not as explosive. Doesn't he's not like, the same. Well, because you yeah. see it when Rico Dowdle he's comes not. in, he's more explosive. You're like, wow, yeah. that's some that's some juice right there. All right, we'll talk about it. There's um you know yeah. Rod's rant, good stuff on football. Oh so, yeah, and C.H. Rod does have the record for to start a career most pass attempts without an interception, surpassing Dak. <laughs> Dak, and that was back when the Cowboys knew exactly what their identity was. Uh-huh. Right, it was Zeke Elliott. It was yeah. Zeke Elliott running the ball Pound behind the a big offensive line. Square point. All right, Cowboys play Monday night football against the Chargers. Texans play Sunday against the Saints. That'll be a good game. 
Uh, only one matchup in the NFL this weekend of uh, two teams with winning records. It happens. Yeah, we, we all saw this coming. Detroit and Tampa Bay. The only game of two teams with winning records this year, this week uh, in the NFL. There are four ranked matchups in college football. We'll start to preview those and certainly talking Rangers Astros in the ALCS starting Sunday. Full previews coming. Bullish or BS for the end of the hour. It's Hook'em Up on Ian Rodby. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, Hook'em Up. 1019 AM 1260, The Horn. Quick update, and then some breaking developments. The quick update is Max Scherzer did throw a simulated game yesterday for the Texas Rangers. Early reports were optimistic, but obviously they're going to monitor today how he recovers from that. If there's any issue, they won't know that until later today when team trainers check him out and how he feels after a simulated game. I don't know what the number of pitches was. was not revealed, but he did. And... Um, he was quoted as saying, I can't wait to pitch in the ALCS, where the Rangers are headed to face the Houston Astros. Uh, you know, you think about the subplots and the plots of this this series, Rod, which starts on Sunday now. Um, what if you got a Verlander v. Scherzer? I don't think we will because I'm pretty I'm, I'm certain Justin Verlander mm. will start game one for Houston. Yeah. And I'm also pretty certain Nathan Eovaldi will start for the Rangers. So those two will go head-to-head. But in a seven-game series, who knows? Who knows if we get a, you know, However, based on how good, I mean, a lot of times mm-hmm. he'll start Justin Verlander game one. Hopefully, he can start maybe three times in the series if you need him to. Um, and they, the Astros will go Verlander Valdez will be the way that falls, and it'll work on time. Closing out last night allows them to not worry about you know reshuffling their starting pitching staff for the Houston Astros. Rangers are going to get to go on full rest with Evaldi on Sunday, and then we'll see about Max Scherzer. But that could be a big lift because the Rangers will go Scherzer, Jordan Montgomery. And then Dane Dunning would likely be the game three starter, um, but if Scherzer's because again I, the, the the next once you've determined that he can pitch and he's he's healthy enough with the shoulder, then you just try to determine is he going to be a starter or are you going to use him in the bullpen mm-hmm. and be a guy that can because I've said the Astros have the the real advantage in the bullpen, but you know if Max Scherzer were to join the bullpen, okay, well now no, we're now, talking a little bit yeah. of a different thing. Now you upgrade it. Yeah, but you also said that they're better in the, they've been better in the playoffs though. They have the bullpen has been well. The Rangers have just. You know, bashed there. I mean, 32 runs, 30, 31, 32 yeah, runs in five the games. For that. Uh, they, they and, and it did get a little shaky. Ranger fans will tell you, even against Baltimore in game three or game two in Baltimore, they were up like 11 to two and it got to 11 to eight and it got a little, little closer than it needed to be, but they, they, they got out of it. Aroldis Chapman got a big save in, in, a, in a close game there. So, again, I, look, Ranger fans that know the game aren't going to argue with me that. Their bullpen has been a huge problem, and it doesn't mean it's solved because they've mowed through the playoffs so far. It's still you're still gonna you you would still trust you know Ryan Presley and Jose Abreu and Hector Neris right now in the late innings of games a lot more than you would the Rangers guys. But still, I mean, it's a whole new season. Whatever's happened mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Uh, but going just on paper as you're trying to evaluate the series, Astros have a big advantage there. But Max Scherzer could tip that uh, closer into the Rangers' favor for sure. Everywhere else, it's very it's very even lineups. It's no. going to be a great series. No. Really Starting is. nines, offense yeah. and defense, very even. I think the, the the managerial and coaching staff is even. I mean, I just think it's a, mm. a very even series, and it may come down to you know those bullpens, those final couple of outs. Um, mm-hmm. 
And yeah. that, that's usually the difference in these series. And uh, right now, I think the Astros have that advantage, but Scherzer could be a difference maker. Hey, here's our breaking news, Rod. Breaking news. It's time. Uh-oh. Give me the breaking news on there, Rod. And T.Y., it's time Uh-oh. to uh, start our contest. If you would like. Let's do it. To be at the U.S. Grand Prix. Who wouldn't? Next weekend. Come on. A pair of three-day wristbands from us to you. For the Formula One Lenovo U.S. Grand Prix, three days of racing, two epic concerts, the Killers and Queen. It's beautiful. October 20th to the 22nd. Here's all you have to do. Remember we told you recently we changed our text line number, and you've been so good of uh, adapting to that, 447-3776. All you have to do, Rod. Thank you, fine folks. Is text the word RACE, R-A-C-E. That's it. To that number. 512-447-3776. The tech system will send you a registration, and you can get signed up. There's no have to register for anything else. Just sign up for the contest. You'll receive a registration link to win a pair of three-day wristbands. All you got to do if you want to win those, Unforgettable Weekend, Killers and Queen with Adam Lambert uh, on the super stage there at Coda. All you have to do is text RACE. To that phone number, 512-447-3776. Uh, they're not going to be given away today, by the way. We won't give them away until next week. So we're going to give you all week between now and next uh, Wednesday, I believe, to get uh, get yourself signed up for that. But uh, text the word RACE at any time, and you will be ready to get signed up for that. Uh, RACE to that phone number, 512-447-3776. I like it. Good luck. All right. Yeah. So some of y'all, and y'all have been great, but I know some people are still like using the old text line. It's a real simple change. It's a couple of numbers. It really is. And now, Rod, we're going to see about a million race texts. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's good. It's, that's a, and just that, know, if you when you send that, it's going to send you a registration link. And all you got to do is sign up to say, yes, I would like to win those tickets. That's I, it. I don't know if we've given away a prize that good in a long time. No. Uh, <laughs> three three days? You're talking about this an international event. Yeah, we dug deep. <laughs> that is deep, man. No, that's, that's awesome. I mean, I you ain't got to be a race fan to enjoy that. I mean, it's, it's pretty much a spectacle. Oh, uh, I went last year, weekend, Rod, weekend. and uh, just for the race, I went for the Sunday race, and it was spectacular. I oh, was, yeah, because I, I had gone a couple of previous years, and boy, the crowd last year was so intense. Uh, it was so packed. I mean, it was, it was really cool. It's gonna be packed, and again. the racing was great. And uh, the weather's gonna be nice. Well, is it? Let me check the weather. Actually, I said that the weather's gonna be good it. this weekend for ACL gonna, weekend. Yeah, too. but then they, that weekend, I wonder if it's gonna be good. Well, you hope so, right? Because that uh, it is it is October. You never know these days. But uh, yeah, look at the gosh dang. I think it'll it's be raining during our event today. Raining. No, during, it's it's just what's our overcast. Event Basketball shooting. Just oh, overcast. Yeah. I think. Well, that's what it says on my. Weather app. Yeah, I don't see any rain in the forecast. Yeah, it's overcast, which is good. Y'all ain't gonna be sweating, you know, out there. It's gonna be cool, nice. You can't use the heat this as is. an excuse for your terrible shooting. I got ice in my veins. I don't sweat. Oh, I, I like this. Admit. Look at this texter. Rangers are about to boat, and then look at race, race in Astros. all caps. <laughs> By the uh, boat, race the Astros with race in all caps. That's creative. Good for you. Well does done. that? That's, well does done. that work? E. Would that, would that work? You probably need to I don't know. text again. I don't know the rules of the game. <laughs> but we appreciate you being clever there. Just play it mm-hmm. safe. I'd probably text it. Uh, yeah, but you know what? Text it again. Still, though, I appreciate the, the pun. Punny. Nice. This says a bunch of cars making left turns for five straight hours. There's a lot more than left turns at Circuit of the Americas, by hey, the way. I mean, this isn't NASCAR. Left, rights, up and down hills. Yeah, you're right. Good but boy, I, the NASCAR I t- race is coming back, to Dakota. I've year. told you. I, I got a NASCAR this year. Uh, yeah, thanks you to did. Rod and Rodriguez. So you were little... gambling. Well, I mean, it's still like <laughs> you it's you exciting. Into it, though. It's exciting. The last like yeah. twenty, thirty laps are very exciting. So everything else is just kind of a build. Everything else is foreplay leading up to the last I, few laps. I'd compare. I'd compare. <laughs> it's to like watching, an NBA game to watching the, a Sunday round of golf. 
You know, uh, okay. if it, you watch it throughout the day, you can kind of sit back, you can leave the room, you can cook some food, go get some lunch, but then you come back for the last yes. four or five holes. I think that's very exciting. Yeah, because, I mean, like, if you're, like if you're a golf, games. big golf fan, you'll watch starting on Thursday, but most people aren't watching the Thursday round. But Sunday, back nine, is when it gets very, I mean, and that's the case, unless you're like, for really any sport, you can watch fourth quarter of a football. That's what game. I said. Fourth quarter NBA games. What I've been like, three fourth quarter. Let's game. go. <laughs> like, but you know that that's 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 the casual fan really for any sport. Uh, there. Hey, how about this, Rod? So I'm speaking of breaking news. Before we get to our bullish or BS segment at the top of the hour, before the top of the hour, a single ticket sold in California last night for the 1.76 billion dollar Powerball. Mm. 1.76 billion. Good for them. Single man. ticket. I think that's back to back California wins, isn't it? Damn. Didn't that happen in California recently too? In this fall, or right at the end of the summer? I know somebody won that Dang. one point some billion. Man, oh man, that feels good. I'm happy for him. California's gonna take like eighty percent of that from them. That's right. That's, That's right. right. Still got a money. nice chunk yeah, left. Yeah, I'd take it. Nice chunk of change. Left. High end money laundering going on there, right? Uh, kind of way that goes. Hey man, hand no, it out and get I'd, it back. I'd love to be a part of it. Me too. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take what's left. I want to be, be a part of I'll it. I'll take man. a little bit of what's left, my oh, friends. Oh man, good for that person, whoever it is. One ticket. One ticket. One point seven. Yeah, I believe billion? back in uh, August or September. Uh, they I think a, I remember you saying they this. had a big Powerball. And remember, it's it sold down like in inner city L.A., like like down in like uh, Compton or something, like like in a, in a rough part. What do they call it? Um, mm. Not even Compton. It was called whatever they. Uh, I what? should know this. What, the Crenshaw. South? No, nah, it, was, it wasn't. It, it, South Central? It was like, uh, uh, like Shantytown or something. Like, literally, where mm. a lot of the homeless live is where the Powerball was sold. It really was. And that wow. gas station gets money, too. Yeah, the gas station gets like a million bucks 1%. or something. Yeah, so Powerball, good luck. Congratulations to whoever that is. That's, somebody's very happy today. Everyone else is sad. I need to, I need <laughs> to open up a gas station. Everybody else is sad. Huh? I need to open up a gas station. That's how you make money. Uh, in the right place, you can, because then, yeah, in the right spot, you can. You can clean up. You really because can. always, yeah, I agree with that. They're, and, and, like, they're always packed, gas station. I mean, you got to have some money to start one, but once what you, you get, do. Yeah, once you do, <laughs> then, yeah, then you can start cashing, straight cash homie. Straight cash homie, Cashing yeah. in, man. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, all right. Hey, by the way, how is, why is Bucky's always so crowded? How is that? And they any, have any a, time of day. And they have so many damn pumps. And they're and always they're, full. And I just I, went by there on the way to Dallas. Remember, I went to Dallas and back for Texas OU last Friday. Well, even the, and the people, one in Temple is like what? Even the people who, are, who aren't filling up, they they park at the pumps to go in and buy stupid, crazy stuff in the store, like nuts. And you can literally of, get anything. That's that's. Oh, you, you can get walk anything in there. In there. I walk in there. I don't even know what I want, but I will walk out with ten different things. Yeah, you go shopping. And now people actually now they go in there because it is that kind of a tradition that if you're on a road trip, you go to Bucky's and yeah, you buy crazy stuff and you take pictures with it and then you put it on social media because and show all the weird stuff they sell at Bucky's. I don't get it. I'm not gonna lie. I yeah. I think it's great. I just don't get the thrill of it. It's, the last my last two girlfriends have both been from out of state. And Bucky's to them is like oh, yeah. Christmas Day. Exactly. There. Is that They're right? Like, yes. you know, people out of state were like, can we go to Bucky's? I'm yeah. like, can you go to Bucky's? <laughs> it's a gas state. It's a truck stop. It's, like, it's a really nice one, but it's a really nice well, truck you, stop. And you could look this up, bro. There's a guy on like, Bucky's tried to stop him, but then they realized they couldn't. He is selling stuff online that he goes to Bucky's and buys and then sells it to people from around the country, and he's making a fortune doing it. Oh, yeah, because they look at him as like collector's items and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, what are you Because they can't get it. 
And they, they 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 had like some some cease and desist, but then they realized, well, he's not he's, doing. He's a wrong. customer. He's buying. He's buying stuff. it all. They'd be, like, they be like suing somebody who too buys Longhorn stuff to turn it upside down. It's right. like, well, he can do what he wants with. He, it. he goes and <laughs> buys a ton of it, spends his own money, and yeah. then he turns around and puts it online for sale, and he's selling it for more. So he's making a, a nice profit, uh, but Bucky's can't do anything about it. Because he's but just you know selling what? their stuff. You know why they shouldn't? Because it's just marketing. Oh no, they realize it's brilliant marketing, and that's what that's what all this is. They're basically they're just a marketing company. All the the peanuts and pretzels and everything they sell. That's all Bucky you know, ba- stuff. Bucky balls. Yeah, that's yeah. That that's just all part of the business model. But they're a marketing company and branding company, it and is. they've done a brilliant job well, of it. Listen, you know me. I went to uh, Dallas last Friday. Went up after the show and came back after seven o'clock. And so I was coming through Temple at like nine o'clock at night, packed. 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 Got like, one what? right in Temple. It's unbelievable. Like, I, packed. I, look, I, I didn't need to stop. I look over and I'm like, holy cow. It looks I, like, I almost always stop. It's like a mall on Christmas and Christmas Eve or something. It's I, unbelievable. I, ne- I never. I think I've stopped when I had to a couple of times. But you're right. People just stop to stop. They don't even need gas. They're like, no, I'm just going to see what's in Bucky's. Yeah. Like, Christmas what? shopping. <laughs> yeah. It, it, no, I'll give them credit because I'm with you. Every time I see one being built, I go, what, they're building that place in the middle of nowhere. There's no oh, yeah. way they're going to oh, yeah. fill oh, up their pumps. That was like the Hillsboro outlets back in the day, though. Now they're empty. Yeah. I know, that's sad. Yeah, because if you go by the Hillsboro outlets, there's popping. no one there. Blame Jeff Bezos for that. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's the yeah. Bezos impact. He's, <laughs> that's he's right. the one where all the malls are empty. And now I know what he's doing. He's buying malls and turning them into warehouses. That's it's right. brilliant. He's, he took the, he t- his business model, put the malls out of business, and now he's buying them up for cheap and turning them into warehouses. Yeah. And all the Bed Bath & Beyonds are becoming pick, pickleball courts indoor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, all right, this says Skid Row. Thank you very much for the texture. That's what it was Is called. Is that what it yeah, was? The, one, okay. the, the billion-dollar winner was on Skid Row. The Skid Row in L.A. won the, the, the billion. Oh, did we ever? Oh, I wonder if they were Skid like. Skid Row, I love that. Oh, I wonder what their like, uh, status was. I don't know. I they never, were like, you know what I mean? Well, I think most people now stay anonymous when they win that, right? Yeah, you they, they hire a lawyer. I don't even want my family to know I won that no, damn thing. No, heck no. Heck no. Last, that's the last people you want to know. <laughs> Just send them nice gifts. My wife, I might tell her. That's, I might. I might, or I might keep it to, from her too, and tell her, her later on. Probably would would you her. show up to work? No, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just I give, would. I'll just shower her and everything she wants. She doesn't need to know I where I got the money. Hey, we come back. <laughs> I, mean, I got a raise. I got, I got a raise at work. <laughs> we're doing really well, baby. Yeah, we're killing we're, it over there at the horn. Yeah, <laughs> should have known I was lying. <laughs> hey, we'll come back when we do bullish or BS. Is it okay for an older guy to marry someone as young as his kids? I'll ask Rod that question. Also, the best game of the weekend, college and pro. Bullish or BS coming next. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, hook him up. 1019 AM 1260, the horn. A nice text on the text line. Thanks to everybody that's getting uh, qualified or getting registered for the uh, race, the U.S. Grand Prix wristbands, three-day wristbands. We're giving those away next week, so get signed up. Send a simple text, the word race, race. to our text line, and uh, you'll get a immediate response with a registration. Easy to do. It says, guys, the lady who won the, uh, l- l- the Powerball lottery on Skid Row had TV cameras in her face when she found out oh, at no. the store. No hiding from that. Oh, no. There you go. Pretty funny. Hey, R- Rod and uh, Ty, bullish or BS on this? Bullish or BS time here brought to you by your uh, your champion, Austin Gamblers. Austin Gamblers, they won the regular season again, Rod. Won the regular season. I like it. Um, I like it. The playoffs. Right? Now the playoffs, Vegas, mm-hmm. around the corner. But how about this? Uh, you guys bullish or BS on this? You got you know, you know Billy Ray Cyrus? Mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus' dad? Oh, yeah. 
uh, achy breaky heart back in the day. You wouldn't recognize if you saw him today. He's got this real long hair. He doesn't look like you ever would have remembered Billy Ray Cyrus looking. But the uh, 63-year-old Billy Ray Cyrus, who has five children, his oldest being 36, uh, 36 years old, in addition to Miley, who's 30, has remarried. He and his uh, ex-wife, Tish, got divorced. He's now married a 33-year-old Australian singer named Fire Rose. 33. Is uh, it okay to marry? Are you bullish or BS on marrying someone who is younger than your children? So 30 years? 30, right? that, that's fine. 30 years older? She's old enough to where she, she knows what she's doing. She can make that decision. Is it weird to have like a wife who's the same age as your children, though? So how old is he? He's 63. 63. Yeah, that's fine. His, his oldest daughter is 36. Yeah. He's got a son, 34. Yeah, they're all grown adults. Yeah, I'm. You're, his daughter's Miley Cyrus, so I mean, come, she she does weird stuff all the time. Yeah, she is weird. Also, Noah Cyrus, who's 23, the youngest, he is uh, well, a singer himself. Her name Noah is Noah Cyrus. Her That's name a is, girl. That's Noah. a girl. Yes, Noah. Yeah. I said he. Yeah, Noah is the girl. Yeah, I think Ty's got a good point though about how old she is. Though she is, if she was in her 20s, I think people would yeah, look, they would frown upon it. If she was 23. It. People yeah. frowned upon it, like, but uh, yeah, people people figure when you're in your thirties that you've lived, you know, you got some experience, you got some wisdom. She knows what she's you're doing. You're not being conned or anything. I'm not you're saying 30. that. I'm just saying for for, for Billy is. Ray, it'd be odd to me. I'm a, I'm 50 now. I mean, I'm, that, that's not something I'm his, his reality. Doing. His reality is a lot different than our our, our realities. Though. That's very true. Because he's achy, breaky hard. Maybe he I mean, to... how how much younger is your wife than than you? She's older. She's older. My wife is 10 years younger than me. Okay. My wife is three years old. I yeah. shouldn't say that. <laughs> you should. I should get specifics. Why are you asking me that on the radio? I'm sorry. I just, I'm just saying, like, for me, my wife was much younger, so she was 10 years younger than me, and I could have easily seen myself going another four to five years younger. Let's be honest. Like, you know what I mean? I could have easily happened to me, so I can't, I can't judge this man too much. I mean, you know, I was... When I met no my judgment. wife, yeah, I mean, this we, is a no judgment zone. This show, yeah, I mean, honestly, she was what she was like twenty two when I met her, something like that. I got her, you know, I was pretty young. Damn, Rod. Dang, Rod. Nice. We've hey, been together for like nice. twelve years now, like yeah, 10, 12 years. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like, would so you, people would have probably looked at me like, "Rod, what you doing?" Around the dra- to the drag, <laughs> just trying to pick up. I mean, I caught her pretty young, so now I, I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, "Well, I can't judge him that much because I caught mine pretty young." But I was, I wasn't thirty years older than her, but. I like him. Guys, says, guys, the rule of thumb is <laughs> half age. your age plus nine. <laughs> half your age plus nine. I've heard that before, too. Really? Yeah. So that qualifies. He's good. Hey, He's uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. <laughs> like, that's the rule. Like, when did that rule come up? Nah, that's the rule, I though. don't know. It's good. Rod, what do you have in Bullish or BS on uh, Thursday? Oh, actually, I got um, some sound from the Kelsey brothers on their, what is it? What's it called? The New Heights? New Heights. New Heights uh, simulcast they do. Uh, they're talking about the tush push here, and Jason Kelsey is basically throwing out his conspiracy theory as to how the oh, NFL I heard this. I heard this. is yes. going to fight against the tush push. Bullish or BS on this? There really haven't been that many injuries on this play. Yeah. But if there's a way that this play is going to be outlawed, this is how it's going to be. This is it, yeah. Yeah. yeah and what I'm worried about is if I'm a defensive coach, any of these that I can like have a guy like go up limp on because I'm planning ahead for next year to try and stop offenses. I'm telling you, I swear, I guarantee guys are going to start faking injuries. It's going to start off minor injuries at first. But they're already thinking about how can we get this outlawed for next season? Because that's all they're doing. They're just complaining. And now guys are going to start faking injuries just like they fake injuries in situations to stop you from going bolt. And it's nonsense. It's not a, it's not a play that has been historically a higher injury uh, chance 
of prevalence. Well, we, we don't want to get you riled up. There you go. I love how uh, their chemistry. We don't want to get you riled up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so bullish or BS. Uh, Jason Kelsey says teams are going to start faking injuries to stop the tush push. Won't surprise me. Won't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. Because all rule changes, not all, but most rule changes come as a safety precaution. So, yes, why wouldn't? Because if you can't stop it, then you got to get it outlawed. Mm-hmm. And no one can stop the tush push. And Nobody as this guy says, it. tush push sounds like a bad night in jail. See, that's not nice at all. The tush, the Texas, <laughs> the, the lone ones could use a t- the tush push on the goal line. That's what I don't understand. Maybe they should have tried I it. understand it. Not everybody is... is built to we've had several people since the Longhorns couldn't get a yard from the one yard line say why don't they have Malik Murphy in a tush push role because he's not Jalen Hurts he's yeah. not a power lifting quarterback and uh and actually Malik Murphy's not as athletic as y'all think he is he's, he's got a big arm he's, a big he's just boy. big but he's not that athletic he's actually he's the worst runner out of all three yeah he's the least athletic actually of your top three quarterbacks he's just big but if the bullish bs question is are you bullish that it's going to start happening i would agree with jason kelsey on that because that whole conversation started because they were talking about travis kelsey's injury because he turned his ankle and they were talking about turf and yeah. outlawing the turf and mm-hmm. going to grass fields to help the players and that led to that conversation but i i think that will start happening and hopefully he's getting. I'm glad Jason Kelsey getting that out there to, to make people. Yeah, make people he's right. Oh, concussion. Yeah. Oh, my head, my Cause, head. Because that's his. That's his play. I mean, but he's the it's most a huge part of their offense. He's the second or the first, or the most important piece to that tush push as the center. And by the way, nobody has a future Hall of Fame center like Kelsey to make that play happen too. So, well, remember the Longhorns tried to do the tush push against Alabama and it didn't oh, go well. It went all types well, it of went wrong. well, but not on purpose. <laughs> not, on purpose. <laughs> not the way they wanted it to. Jonathan, Jonathan Brooks, Brooks jumped yeah, on the ball. Exactly. Came squirting out like a bar of soap. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, it's not. It's not. They they executed it at a very high level. If it was that easy, everybody would do it. And if Amen. everybody had the personnel to do it, everybody would do it. Yep. So, I tend to, tend to agree with Jason Kelsey. You decide. Bullish or BS on those topics. Also, bullet, we're all bullish on Astros Rangers Ghost, Ghost. in the ALCS. We'll preview coming next and how it got there. Hey, everyone. You know we love all the texts you guys send us. So, we want to tell you about our new Horn text line number. Make sure you save the new number, 512-447-3776, to keep sending us all of your comments, questions, and more. We're always trying to find the best way to connect with y'all. So make sure to remember the new number, 512-447-3776. It's 512-447-3776. And thanks for listening to The Horn.